to the ghost train. Tickets, please. Take your seat and enjoy the ride. All aboard! All right, welcome to the Ghost Train, the podcast that gets into the creepy and scary world of the paranormal. I'm your host, Drew Broda, and on this two-part podcast, I chatted with Monica from Colorado Paranormal Seekers. Now, Monica doesn't like to be called a medium or a psychic. She thinks of herself as really sensitive to energy or an energy reader. She's got a payload of honestly terrifying stories, from her investigation of the Pink Cadillac Boutique and dealing with a grumpy old man, spirits of bootleggers, and an evil black mask that her and her squad of the CPS were able to catch on film. Don't worry, that's posted on the Ghost Train Insta and Twitter, so make sure you check that out. Truly freaked me out. We discussed how she discovered her abilities and how they have been passed down in her family for generations. Also, the danger she faced after watching YouTube trying to find out information on her own. Don't make the same mistakes she made. She's here to help, and she's super cool and fun. All aboard! Next stop, part one of I'm Not a Medium. Let's go! Welcome to the Ghost Train. I'm chatting here with Monica, an investigator with Colorado Paranormal Seekers. She's got a few stories to tell, and we're going to start with an investigation she did at the Pink Cadillac Boutique. Now, Monica, you're not a medium, but you call yourself really sensitive to energy. Do you want to just kind of expand on that just a, a tiny bit so that the listeners have an idea of what, what you're involved with? Yeah, so I say that I'm really sensitive to energy. I, it, You know, it's a generational thing that came passed down from the family. I would say about two years ago, I really started learning more to how and what to do to be able to talk to energy. So... I just call myself super sensitive uh, just because I could talk to energy. I can talk to any type of energy that there is. So that's why I don't call myself a medium or a psychic. I, I just talk to energy. Right. Before we started, you'd talk to my energy, and that was really, really cool. I appreciate you doing that. It was very interesting. I've never had that done before, and uh, very cool stuff. Cool. Yay. Okay. Yeah, I just, you know, you have to clear your mind, you have to meditate, you have to know, you know, make sure your thoughts and energy is claimed by you. So anything else is usually energy of a different source. So you need you meditate and you really get into that realm, you can then start seeing and hearing better. So that's what I do. Okay. All right, so let's get into your, your first story that you had to tell. And we kind of went over it a little bit, and I've seen you have video footage of this stuff, and it is pretty freaky stuff going on in this pink Cadillac boutique that you were uh, working in and during your investigation. So I'll let you take yeah. it away. Okay, so the pink Cadillac boutique is a super cute boutique in Colorado Springs in the old part of it, so old Colorado Colorado Springs. It's a super old building and they revamped it to be a boutique. So going in, it was for a birthday party. We had the Front Range Paranormal Research Society had a lot of their gear and was just a little bit of our gear. And, And then me, who was sensitive to this place. So they all geared it up. They were ready to do investigation for the night. I did my walkthroughs, so when I do an investigation, I like to walk through the whole building first before 
history given or anything that they experienced. Right. So, yeah, you want to kind of have your own vision of what's going on. You don't want to have any outsiders telling you what's happened. Right. I don't want to be influenced by anything. Right. Yeah. Right. So I do a quick walkthrough of the building first, and then I give them what I'm reading off the building. And normally they agree or disagree. Uh, nine out of ten. They agree and they ask me more details like, what do you right. see? Who is it? How's their meaner? So we did that, got their history, and then we started our investigation. In that building, they have oh, one, two, three, four, five, six different spirits in this boutique. One is of a grumpy old man mm-hmm. in the front area, like grumpy old man, like back where. Things like women had their own place to be, you know, in the kitchen or having babies. Gotcha. So, um, he was there. <laughs> There's another lady as she greets you in the front door. She feels like she runs this whole building. Like she picked out the decor. She influenced the owner to do this, this and that. And then in her fitting rooms, she has two fitting rooms. She has two, what I called twins. They're not twins, but I did call them twins because they like to be that typical uh, sistery, rivalry kind of way. And they are younger people that are in her changing room uh, because she's always changing their decor. So they think that it's their room that's being changed up for the seasons. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, in the basement, there's something a little different. There used to be a bootleg, like when that's when they banned all beer and mm-hmm. and like the red light district. <laughs> I got one. Yeah. So there that... was like prostitution going on. There was probably gambling and most likely, well, you just said a lot of a lot of booze, a lot of mm-hmm. drinking. Yeah. I did feel like there was an archway that looked like it was, I don't know, kind of boarded up in a you could tell but you couldn't tell but they Mm. they did ask me like what came through here and i said well beer came through here (laughs) (laughs) and so they were able to say yeah that that's what they thought had happened down there um a lot of liquor or usually what happened was it was a grocery store someone of statue again because the capital was located there in that part of Colorado Springs. So you would have people of higher stature living in that area would Mm. go to the grocery store, right? Little store. And then they would go down in the basement and just kind of not be seen. Right. Yeah. 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 I gotcha. Some shady characters and shady things going on in this building. Yeah. 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 So, and then where she has her inventory to, before it comes out, in the front of the building where she's selling her her products. Back there, I felt someone uh, just residual energy just sitting there doing the same thing kind of over and over. Um, And that is where we got some footage of someone passing uh, in the window. We had set up for the night. The kids got a lot. The kids, and when I say kids, because they're younger than I am, they're they're my group. Yeah, you were saying, so this investigation group that, that you had started, the Colorado Paranormal Seekers, that's your family, right? That is my family. 
Yeah, it so is. who's all in the group? It's yourself and it's who else? Self and my daughter-in-law. It okay. was at that night, it was my daughter-in-law. It was also Freddie, um, who is now her new husband. Who oh, is congratulations still, to them. He's still like family. Um, yeah. It was Daniel. Daniel is our another investigator. Daniel is a high school friend because they went to school together. Okay. And then my son, which is also friends with everyone else, and my youngest son that night. And so... So is there, there's six of you in total? Am I doing the math right? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yes. And then, so some of them, that was for her birthday, though, this investigation. What a treat. What a treat. <laughs> What a so great mom. <laughs> mother-in-law. A good person. Um, <laughs> so it's, they're not all a part of the group anymore, though. That was mostly for her birthday. The investigation really only is four of us. Okay. All right. So take me so, through this investigation now. So we're setting up. Uh, we did this in groups. We normally did it in groups of three or four. So the rest of us would hang out in the garage watching the monitors that we put up the night vision monitors that we put up we also had dousing rods we had a recorder uh, we had a ghost box at that time and the k2 readers wow so you guys are pretty heavily uh mm -hmm. heavily armed with all your investigation equipment right 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 and we did have two other investigators from the group that allowed us to have the access to the building that's awesome. And were you able to capture anything on on any of the voice recorders? We did get some. It's really hard with voice recorders. You, you have to have a super good recording. Unless you have it super good, it's hard to prove it as evidence. You can hear it sometimes, but you have right. to be really clear to be able to say, can you hear this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we did get, I asked a question down in the basement, why don't you just go back or go to wherever others of you are at? So basically to go away. Right. And I heard no, a very faint no. And mm. we got also when we were getting ready as groups, we would huddle up in the kitchen uh, where I showed you video of that was the kitchen area looking into the window still going so it's still all inside. It's just very retro is how she has it. Okay. Yeah, in the video. So there's a window inside the house that is a stained glass, beautiful window, very tall and big. And on the other side of the window, you're still inside the house. And that's almost like a storage area for her clothing that she that she has in the store. Right. 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 Okay. The glass window is seven feet tall so it gave you an understanding when you seen the shadow pass that yeah. it was a pretty tall person yeah i watched that video i'll i'll post it on on my instagram and and tag you in it and everything and it is so creepy it doesn't make sense because there's there's no one in that room like you said the other investigators are in other parts of the house and that's right. almost like a separate room it's like a closet area is it not right it's just like a big closet area you're right yeah, yeah. 
So and not there's like the cars no, going by causing light to make that happen or anything like that. Oh right? uh, no. So the so Lisa owns the boutique and she's really generous when she has investigators come down. She'll put black curtain over her front windows so that there's wow. no light that goes through. So Great. She's yeah. really she's really nice to investigators. She's awesome. Yeah, shout out to Lisa. <laughs> so one of the times that the group went out, we got the grumpy old man in the front, right? Mm -hmm. And there was only three of us, one with a ghost box. He had headphones in because it just is easier to hear when we had the headphones on with the ghost box. And that's um, just that's just scanning radio frequencies, right? Just going like... Right, right. At its fastest level. There's different levels. We always pick the fastest level going backwards. Oh, really? Yeah, we never go forwards. We always want to go backwards because we, you know, we want to try to, if we're going to get something, we want to be real about it. So we kind of try to do it as different as possible. So we do AM backwards. I think the highest frequency is like 200. Wow, that's very sweet. interesting. So we have someone with the headphones. We had actually the grid light. We had a grid light as well. And it's me and my son just asking questions. Do you like females? Do you like Lisa? Because she's a female owner. And we would hear no from the person that had the ghost box. Wow. I just got chills down my legs from that. It was, <laughs> it was kind of crazy. Um, after that, and I'm a female in here asking questions, I yeah. heard clinking of her wooden hangers because it's a boutique with women's clothes mm -hmm. in this area where this man doesn't like women very much. <laughs> and were you picking up on that vibe like yourself? Were you kind of, yeah. I don't feel comfortable in here. There's some other energy that doesn't want me here. Or were I you okay? Were you like, I don't care? Well, Yes. Well, I'm a very strong-willed woman anyways. So, I think you have uh, to be a strong-willed person in general to be able to do these investigations, right? Right. Take charge of them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, let's go into that creepy area. It'll be great. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> right. Um, no, I was picking up why are you here. I, I'm not a friend of Lisa was something that came through the ghost box. He just did not like females and then we went into the guys asking questions hey are you okay with me being here coming from a male versus a female and he then would his answers then changed to saying yes wow you're okay or even when they said goodbye we're leaving he at one point said go well so it yeah it was really mm. different when a female was asking questions and the male was asking questions and we did hear the clinking of the wooden hangers in that area. I got that he was upset because the house had changed. They revamped this house right. to look retro boutique. Yeah, he was not happy about that. Mm, jeez. Yeah, it was really interesting. There was another time when another group, we regrouped, they went back out. They seen a shadow coming from the sidewalk, so the outside of the boutique they seen a figure come walking down the walkway, stopped midway of the windowsill, looked like if it was looking inside, and then walked back out of frame. Well, they ripped. I know, I know. I didn't want to see that one. I said, I, I'll look at anything else. I just don't want to see that one. Uh, yeah. They ran out front to, and opened up the door to see if there was anyone walking around and there was no one walking around at all. 
Oh, man. That yeah. one happened twice that night and two different groups that went out. Same thing happened twice. Oh, my God. That's that's crazy. And then the figure in the inside of the house. So the figure that we got on video was inside the house yeah. in between areas from the front then the middle is where we would see that frame of that man walking in front of the window. Oh, I'm getting chills here. And the in the video, it looks almost like just like a black mass going across the window. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I always associate anything that's like that is like a very negative energy. Right, because there's no there was no light. It was just a big black mass of you can almost make out a shape though you can see kind of some shoulders on the head as it walks by once from right to left and then does it go by twice in the video twice oh my god i only saw it go by once i saw like the massive one go by i'm gonna have to rewatch that a few times and slow it down or something that's crazy right from left and then you wait for a couple of moments and then it goes from left to right Jeez. okay i'm gonna yeah i have to rewatch that and it looks like you see shoulders and a head and dark you know my thought and 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 i find that this is what i've noticed more and more is that when they're darker masses like that that it's They've been around for a while. So if you've been around for too long, mm-hmm. and depending on how the spirit's demeanor is, right, it can change you. It can change that spirit. So the darker spirit you have, the darker kind of spirit it will be in demeanor is how I feel about it. For sure. So I just I think, think it's in I that. Think it's almost like a snowball effect. You're just there. You're going through this. All the time you're seeing your house change and you're just getting more angry. It's building up energy of anger and hate. And you're like, what is this person doing here? You're going through all these emotions, high emotions of negativity. And it's it's just manifesting there. Right, right. So you're taking on a form that might not have been yours in the living sense. That now right. you're morphing into something different now. Mm-hmm. And when you said that you were seeing this man at the front, do you think that that is what the 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 black shadowy mass was, or do you think that that's something else? I more think that's something else. I think oh, that's really? something else. Yeah, I do. Because okay. the the grumpy old man in the front is exactly who that still is. Is a grumpy old man. Um, right. Now, when you say that you're a homeowner and you have that, I think you can fix that by... man, you can fix. Yeah. You, yeah. Can, you can fix. It's like a living person if you say, okay, I acknowledge that you're there and I will try to do something that's more manly like in, in my shop and it'll be for you. Then you're appealing to that spirit and you're recognizing to your... You're validating them. Right, because... What's sold in the pink Cadillac right now? Women's clothing. There you go, right? Yeah, it's right. pissing that guy off so much, having all these women's clothing in that shop and having all these women obviously coming in to buy these things. And he's like, what the hell? Right. I, I don't want this. I don't want so, you here. <laughs> right. Yeah, you've ruined my, my, uh, my whole place of manliness of having – I just picture like guys with cigars and smoking and going downstairs, drinking booze and and all that. So 
Yeah, completely different to turning that into a, a, a shop for women's dresses and clothing, right? Right, exactly, exactly. So if you give, if you honor them a little and just give that to them, likelihood is that they might be okay with that. And so you make this harmony between the two. Well, um, I don't think this is going to be doing that, though. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't, it's her, it's her business. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, bud. <laughs> um, right. And, and then the other ghosts that are in there, girls that are in the dressing room, a woman that's in the front. Yeah. And did, you, did you pick up on any murders or because I'm just guessing with bootlegging, there was probably stuff going on with that. You know, I felt stuff outside of her shop out on the street. I felt stuff out there. I also felt that I, it was funny before we got there. I said I kept on feeling this man saying, this stretch of road right here, because it's on a long stretch, this is my huh. road, is what he kept on telling me. And that's what I think the figure outside was, was him checking out his road, his mm. business, who's in there kind of thing. Wow. So I think out there there was. I think there was a lot of drag racing maybe and accidents that happened. I think there was deaths outside, inside there was one death I did get now that I remember it was in the bathroom area I felt like there, there was someone that died from a stroke or an aneurysm or something of that nature very sudden that adrenaline rush of oh my gosh something's wrong with me and then passing away. oh heavy stuff just going back to that negative energy that's in the home is that why you were called to go there or were you just looking for a place to investigate and you were like hey, Lisa, we would love to come to your shop. It's an old place that has a lot of history. It might be haunted. Or did Lisa kind of seek you out and was it like, was, I want you to come? It was actually Robert from oh. Front Range Paranormal Research. So, yeah. So I reached out to him saying, hey, do you have anything that you know of? Because my daughter-in-law loves this, and I want to give her something great for her birthday. And I had dabbled in it already. Uh -huh. So, do you know of anything? And Robert's like, I know exactly where you can go. <laughs> wow, yeah, I got something real sweet for you. Right. And, I, you know, I didn't mention that Robert did get scratched that night. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. So, Lisa has doves in her shop. They're real live doves. Okay. And Robert is that man that will go into these, you know, and tell the spirits and tell them, hey, do something like I don't believe in you. Oh, so is he a skeptic or is he is he just trying to provoke? I think he's trying to provoke because he's the lead on that investigating team. Okay. So I think he's wanting to provoke. He wants to see, like, do something. Want to, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to catch this on camera. I want to. Yeah, I got right. you. Right. So um, he did say, you know, do something. I don't believe in you. You're wasting my time is what he said a lot. And her doves started making some creepy noises. Like it freaked me out to spiritually see something in my head and mm. then actually physically hear with my ears are mm. two different things. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the doves there started making these really not crying uh sounds it was like if they're kind of being squished cry really? like it was different and for him it hurt different too he's investigated this location a few times and okay. he told me 
I've never heard them ever make that noise before. Wow. So he's still at it. He's still saying, do something, do something. And it was like an investigating code. You pull down your sleeve or you pull down on your clothes and say, check. That's the code of, I think I'm being scratched right now. (laughs) And he was getting red marks around his neck. Yeah, so that oh, Did he was, say it was like a burning sensation or what? What did it feel like? It was, burning, it was hurting him. He's like, it's kind of burning right now. Can you look? Can you look? And it was just really getting red. You could see one kind of making, but it was like if you had a rash where it kind so of... So you were seeing these marks form on his body? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, right in front of your eyes. Holy moly. Right, right. and he was the one because he, he was antagonizing. Yeah, he's the one asking for it. It's like, here you go. Right, right. Let me show you. So he did get the red around his neck, and you could see it just getting redder and redder. And what, like, one scratch was starting to come down. And I was, you know, when you get to that point, you're like, am I out or not? Do I keep on investigating <laughs> or not? Was it, only, was it only one scratch, or did he get the, the three? three? No, he got the one. He got one, and then just it was just red, like a big rash was starting to happen. Wow. That's creepy. And they know him by name because he investigates there so much that they know him by name. Jeez. They'll say Robert. Robert. It's Yeah, there's a lot going on. He's still going in there saying, I don't believe in you, and they're calling out his name. That's crazy. Right? To know first name basis with a ghost. Oh, my God. That's nuts. And so that's that's pretty much all of story number one, correct? Yeah, that's all the boutique. That's yeah. all the Pink Cadillac boutique. I just wanted to to just ask a few questions about you being a medium. I know you don't like that word. Really sensitive to energy, I'll say. There we uh, go. <laughs> and because there could be listeners out there that don't know that they are. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know how did you kind of come about figuring out that you had this certain ability? It was my cousin. My cousin came to visit me once and on their way there, she was already learning about healing, healing work, energy, how it works, how you can heal people with energy. So she came over to my house one night and everybody's gone and it's just her and I. And she's like, did you know that you have a lot of energy? You have like a gift. And you know, when someone says that and you're not a believer, right? My thing was, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's nice. And how um, old are you at this time? How old are you at this time? Oh my gosh. I was about 35-ish. Wow, because everyone always says that they get these, that this happens at a young age. And I guess you just didn't even notice it or you didn't, or maybe you did, but you didn't act upon it. Right, right. So it's always, you know how that story goes, well, I thought everybody can do this. I, I thought everyone can see that. You know, how do you know you have it if you don't know anything different? So it's like, I thought everyone had brown eyes until you recognize that they didn't. (laughs) Yeah, this is what I'm saying. This is why I want to kind of make people aware that you might have this certain ability and you don't even know it, right? Yeah, you don't even know it. And honestly, if you ask anyone that's a psychic, they're going to say, Everyone does have this ability. It's just whether you're using that or not. Yeah, suppressing it or or using it, right? And if you take classes or if you go somewhere, and there is classes for this to help you 
zone it and control it and tap into it when you need to. They always say the reasons why is because mom or grandma or whoever said, oh, your imaginary friend is that. It's an imaginary friend, nothing more, nothing less. Tell them goodbye and come have dinner, right? Right. Um, So you talk it away. You talk it it. closing it down and closing it off. Even you told me that your family said, "Don't t- we don't talk about it, we keep it hush-hush. And now you're saying that you're coming from about three generations of yeah. people with this ability? Right, three generations off of my mother's side. Yeah, no kidding, wow. So, yeah, no, I just started, I did a bad thing when I first thought maybe I want to do this, was I YouTubed everything. That's a big no-no. Don't Is it? Yeah, it's a bad thing. Don't. Don't try to be a medium and YouTube everything. Because when you start seeing, right, and feeling this energy come through where they say, right, your third eye, that can open Cooper Dam. Oh, okay. And you can't control it. So you definitely want to go somewhere, talk to someone uh, that has worked in it and say, okay, help me. Help me control my own thoughts and help me control my emotions so that way I can cipher the two. I can cipher wow. mine from what I might feel like in here. That's really, really good information to, to tell someone that's new to this, right? Because right. yeah, that could be devastating to some people. It can make you feel like you're going crazy, yeah, because you then, if you're all open and said, yeah, let's do this, I wanna be a medium or a psychic, or when you open up who you are as energy to receive in, you. You don't know how to control it. So you want to yeah, be... And you can't shut it off. You right. You need to be able to have that on-off kind of, oh, right. wow. That's crazy. Right. These are things that I would never have thought of and you've had to deal with now. So. Right, because I didn't think about it either. I just said, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hit YouTube and, and press play and away you go. Then you're screwed yourself. You're just, yeah, you're exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you really wow. do want to trust someone and to helping you guide through that so that way you can be a better person in that in that area if that's what you want to do great great thanks for sharing that with us yeah well that's it for part one of my interview with monica of colorado paranormal seekers tune in next week for part two of our interview where monica tells me all about an old victorian home where she encountered a black shadow man living in the basement that's holding the spirit of a little girl hostage totally freaky and for those of you that send your kids to camp monica's story of an old creepy summer camp might have you second guessing whether or not to send them all this and more on part two of monica's incredible haunted experiences if you like today's show let me know by leaving me some feedback let's build this to the best paranormal podcast together. Don't forget to check out my Instagram at Ghost Train Podcast or Twitter at Ghost Train PC so you can watch that crazy video of the Shadow Man in the Pink Cadillac Boutique. I just went back and rewatched it. Totally freaked me out. A must-see Ghost Train TV. Get ready for part two next week. And in the meantime, good luck sleeping tonight.